Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Ever use a coin star? The machines at the store where you dump in all your change and you get most of your money back, but in a more usable form than all those loose coins? <laughs> well, crazy story John sent me, and the story's not that long, but it's one of those things that makes you wonder. Man sentenced in Oregon for stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars in coins. In coins. Austin DeDios wrote this for the Oregonian. A 34-year-old man from Las Vegas uh, was convicted of stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars in coins after being caught in Vancouver. And he's now been sentenced to four years in federal prison. And it was a traveling uh, series of crimes. The man was part of a scheme to steal money from coin-cashing machines in grocery stores and other businesses in multiple states. They think that he got an estimated $715,000 that they know of. And uh, that's out of coin-cashing machines, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, in a statement out of uh, a district in Oregon. The man was also ordered to pay around $582,000 in uh, restitution. And I believe if you add up all the numbers in the story, it kind of comes out to be where, theoretically, uh, someone's made whole here. But he was arrested in Clark County back in December of 21. And the allegation is that he was disguising himself as an employee of the coin cashing company, the company that owns the machines. And I've mentioned a long time ago that I have a metal detector. Occasionally I go out and do some metal detecting. And I've done a couple videos where I talked about that. And so if you metal detect and you save all the coins that you find, you wind up with a lot of coins after a while. And so I had buckets, literally big tins and buckets filled with coins. And I moved one time. And I'm like, I'm not moving like 100 pounds of pennies that are all late memorial pennies. They're worth a penny apiece. Like there's no need to save them. And so I would take them into a coin star and dump them into the machine and, and cash them in that way. And um, I actually put so many coins into one machine, I actually jammed the machine and at one point, I had to go get a manager and say, hey, uh, the machine got jammed. I thought I was going to get in trouble. The guy came over, and he opens it up, and he kicks it a few times and closes it. and goes, there you go. And, and it started working again. And I jokingly said something about the machine and how I was overworking it. And the guy goes, I don't care. It's not my machine. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes they just pay us to put it here. So the company, at least with that particular machine in that store, was not owned by the store. It was owned by the company, and they simply paid to have the machine put there. I don't know if they paid a flat rate per month, or they paid a portion of what it brought in. Don't know. But it was owned and operated by someone else. Now, the store manager had a key to where he could open it up and mess with it, but the maintenance and then the removal of the money was handled by somebody else. That's where the Scam comes in here. So the man pretended to be servicing the machines. He would then walk away with the machine's coin vault, the attorney's office said. So he'd come in, dressed like he was with the company, go over to the machine just in broad daylight, like no cares in the world, and get the machine open, remove the coin box, close the machine, and walk away. Now, the machine, I'm assuming, would not work properly missing a major part like that, so it may have then indicated it was out of order or something. Somebody then calls the coin company and says, hey, the guy who came out today uh, to maintain the machine damaged it. It's not working anymore. And they go, what guy? We didn't send anybody out to work on that machine. 
So officials said the man started stealing coins, as far as they know, back in January of 21 and continued this scheme and route from his home in Las Vegas all the way up to a grocery store in Vancouver where an employee called the police. When Clark County Sheriff's deputies searched the man's rented cars and hotel room, they found the disguise he used, tools to break into the machines, and laundry baskets and bags filled with millions of coins. Millions of coins. Now, you'll notice it says they were searching his hotel room as a rental car, and it was Clark County Sheriff's. And I don't know if the bust went down in Vancouver or someplace else, but um, it involved people from Clark County. Investigators seized about 1.5 million stolen coins, which they say had a face value of about $133,000 at that time. On March 10, 2022, a federal grand jury in Portland indicted him on conspiring with others to transport as well as transporting stolen money. He pleaded guilty on March 10th of this year. So apparently there were others involved, at least that's the theory, and they were all involved in this scheme where a guy put on a disguise and a fake uniform, walk into the store, up to the Coinstar machine or whatever brand it is, and pretend to be servicing it, and then walk out with the coin box. And then when they're done, they've got uh, all this money. Which raises the question, and, and this, is not, <laughs> this is not me trying to be a wise ass here, but what do you do with all those coins? Take them to a coin star? <laughs> and it's interesting because I, I know people who go, I don't want to use a coin star, I lose money by doing that. Yeah, you do. But you also gain the convenience of dumping a bucket of $45 worth of pennies into a thing and having it spit out a receipt that you can go get cash for that's easier to handle. Okay, so you're paying for that convenience. If you want to sit there and roll all those coins and write your phone number on the rolls and take them to the bank, knock yourself out. That's, that's not fun, especially not when it's uh, 1.5 million coins. What do you do with all those coins? <laughs> Take them to the quarter car wash? Well, that'll get rid of your quarters. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, this, this is one of those things where these guys probably had all this change sitting around. So they're like, well, what do we do with it now? <laughs> but I know there's a couple of guys in the audience who metal detect. And uh, I did a video a few years ago about something I found with my metal detector of great value. I'll put a link in that in the description below because I know some people have joined my channel of late and wouldn't have gone back through all the several thousand videos in my back catalog. But I found a, a very, very valuable item which I sold for a lot of money. And it was kind of funny because I had just bought that metal detector. I've, I've had several. I've had several metal detectors in my career. And my most recent one, the one I have still right now, is a, is a V3i made by a company called White's Electronics. And White's Electronics, unfortunately, folded and went out of business during covid uh, for a variety of reasons, which is very, very sad because they were one of the best companies out there uh, and they'd been around a long time. But um, I had just bought that detector to replace a previous one I'd had earlier that I no longer had. And so I bought this detector and it was only the second or third time I brought this detector out and I found this thing that I sold for a lot of money. And when I sold that, I, of course, repaid the detector over about 10 times. And so one of the funniest things is I'll be out metal detecting and people invariably walk over to you and say, hey, how's it going? You find anything, you know? 
And the next two things they always ask are, have you ever found anything valuable? And how much that detector cost? And so if I tell them, I say, well, the detector cost, you know, almost $2,000. They go, ooh, wow. And then if they seen what I found that day and I've just got a pocket full of change, they kind of look at it kind of like, okay, this guy's an idiot. Because he's found like $1.50 and change and he paid almost $2,000 for that detector. But see, if they ask the other question, have you ever found anything of value? I say, yes. I found one item that paid this detector off 10 times. 10 times. But the real thing here is that metal detecting is not about making money. It's, I would draw the parallel to, it's like fishing. Go up to a fisherman who's out on a boat in his bass boat and say, what'd the boat cost you? What'd your fishing equipment cost you? Okay, how much gas have you used today? Okay, how many fish have you caught? Okay, you realize that if I went to a store, I could just buy those fish? Yeah, 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 the, the, the guy knows that. <laughs> it's not what fishing is about. You're not out there trying to save money by getting your fish that way. Uh, it's the thrill of casting and seeing if something hits. Something hits, what is it? And trying to figure out how to get the best results. And so the cool thing about metal detector is, for me, is I see someplace and I go, you know, I bet there's something there. And I go and I look. Not always right, but once in a while I am. So last summer, the first day I got my metal detector out last summer, I found three Indian head pennies and a buffalo nickel. The very next day, I returned to the same spot and I found an 1845 large cent. That's a penny about that big. 1845. Very, very cool coin. Very unusual to find one with metal detector. It's only the fifth one I've found in my career. But what's it worth? Yeah, the condition I found it, maybe 10, maybe 20 bucks. Maybe, maybe. I can go to a coin store and buy one for 10 bucks, right? I could, but it's different. I was just walking along and I found it. And the reason I found it is because it occurred to me I should check that spot to see what's there. That coin has been in the ground probably for a hundred years or more. And, and how many people have walked over it and didn't know it was there? And I'm the one who found it and has it in my collection now. So that's pretty cool. But getting back to the guy with the coin star, <laughs> he's got all these coins. What's he going to do with them? And so <laughs> that to me is the big question. Matt explained why he had laundry baskets filled with coins in his hotel room. Hadn't figured out yet that end of the equation. So Man sentenced in Oregon for stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars in coins. Austin Tadeos wrote there for the Oregonian. John sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Is it better to have something that you don't need than to need something you don't have?